Simple Man Jim, yeah, that's. I just really like the song "Simple Man" from Linyard Skinyard. Is that how it's pronounced? That, that song does slap. Can you, right? can one of you guys sing it for me? I, I don't think I'm a simple it. kind Bam. of man. I'm a simple. Where is this energy? Kind if you man. do this for mission, if you care, it's a great song. This is the worst. Hey, what's going on? <laughs> Welcome to the Horrible Podcast, where we bring you uniquely face value reviews of horror movies. I hope this isn't a new podcast to you because it's fucking garbage. Opening. Welcome. <laughs> One of the worst openings I've heard in a while. Honestly, genuinely embarrassed by it. Yeah, but, uh, <laughs> dude, this is your fault. You're the one that chose to start it. There, it's honestly all downhill from well, here like, too. It, it was way worse. It was actually getting better. Believe it or not, it <laughs> imagine was, how good it, it would have been off. if you gave us another minute. It went from being mean to just kind of offensive and embarrassing to just embarrassing. So I guess we started at the best point. You're doing great. I could have waited a little bit longer and maybe would have got gotten a little bit better i don't know but whatever here we are we do uh uniquely face value reviews of horror movies and this episode is uh gonna be what we'll call a pumpkin cinema episode we already had one of these i think in the past it's the same kind of thing we're a friend of the podcast named nathaniel toll he's a writer uh has a book called pumpkin cinema that's a guide to all the best october halloween movies um with descriptions of each one of them there is a plethora of movies in this um and we got three of them right now we've actually probably reviewed We've reviewed dozens, a lot of the ones in there, yeah. Dozens already, just because, you know, we like Halloween October movies. Um, but, so these ones are going to be more of the obscure ones because we have reviewed so many so far. Um, and the ones we are going to talk about tonight are Dark Knight of the Scarecrow, uh, The Midnight Hour, and... Uh, the Unnameable. The Unnameable. The Unnameable. That's okay. the one. 80s themed in this one and pretty obscure. Yeah. Low budget, I would imagine, for all three. Uh, certainly seems almost so. uh, made for TV special. Exactly, yeah, two of them. That too, um, and of course, this being one of our more October Halloweeny watches, we're in the throes of October, if you will. Will you? Yeah. I won't. Oh well, I, I got I'll one go yes and one no. And Blue Star, hold out here. You haven't even introduced us. I know, but I'll get there. Blue Star. Uh, what was the question? <laughs> I said, it's a classic. Will we're in the throes of October, if you will, and will you? Uh, Sure. Yes, that's two out of three. We're good. What a ringing endorsement from this horror podcast. <laughs> so, review of October. Sure. I'm Devin uh, here with the co-host, and I have right here in front of me Blue the guy who just did tip the scale in my favor with my with my uh, verbiage. What's up, Blue I love tipping scales. All and right, you're just done. Being da- <laughs> making daily fails, you know. <laughs> Dylan, you should have been done. Jesus. Dylan uh, is here. Hey, yeah, that's me. He's I'm also here. here. I'm I'm big into October, and it's starting to feel like it, and I'm I'm, I'm still very into it. Yes, <laughs> it's very much. Uh, we're very much into it, and we're getting close to Halloween weekend for all you grown ups out there like us, because. You know what? Kids not allowed. Halloween doesn't really matter no, to us as much. Allowed. You trick or treat, that's cool. You get to pass out candy, but we'll say just uh, w- bought all my candy uh, yesterday, and it is fucking taking all of my strength not to eat it right oh, now. Yeah, yeah, our bags are actually uh, open yeah. already because because Kel's dug into them yesterday, so it's hard to avoid. But 
like I was telling some, one of my coworkers today that like I wish we got more trick or treaters on my street. Right, I just I was right. hoping when I moved to this part of town yeah. it would be like insane. Brandon, I I get thousands. You who the fuck are help. you? Who are you? I might just go to his house. Serious? Yeah, I get shit tons here. Yeah, wow. It's I'm like just gonna go over to your house nonstop for like three hours. I'm actually crazy. Really? Yeah. Well, that's Manton. Yeah. I was just sitting on the porch, just smile. You know, a huge smile with a big bag of candy. That's why they didn't stop. And there's nothing but just drunk gugs wandering around. I was like, hey man, you want some candy? You are right next to a bar. Surprisingly, my street doesn't either, and it's it's in the Highlands. That does surprise me with you. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, I guess because yeah. we have a bunch of fuck. It's like near Bellarmine, so we have like college kids around. There's probably something on the next door app where they say, "Stay the fuck away from this oh, house." Yeah. yeah. Oh, uh, Manton. Yeah. What's up? Uh, I'm enjoying uh this Halloween season. Uh, starting to get into the spirit of things. On Friday, I hung out with Bloodster. I watched him play a, a really pretty good like horror game. It was like six dollars oh, yeah. on Steam. I would recommend. It. It's called Palmyra. P A L M Y R Y R A uh, Orphanage. It's like. Kind of shitty, but it's like like tons of jump scares, but it's fun. It's, it's like fun. it's like the equivalent of like a paranormal activity in the theater. Yeah, 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 sure, yeah, Some, something along that. that those and I got lines. my it, dick scared. Nice off. and short. I think it's like maybe two hours. It was two hours. Like that. That. I could be the yeah. one to play it, but I'd love to watch somebody play it. It, it, it was a blast watching. Have you, Mitten? You've got a VR setup. Have you done yeah. VR horror yet? I I'm kind of I I did buy the paranormal activity game because I saw some videos of it and it looked kind of along those lines, kind of like just jump scares and whatever. But it looks fun. But I'm kind of waiting for. A night to hang out with. At least I would love some to watch somebody piss their pants while doing. I, that. I'll I'll play it. The thing is, I like, I'll, watch you piss I'll piss your pants, my pants. Yeah. Re- regular horror <laughs> games, like it, it's gotten like with like horror movies now for me, where it's just kind of like I I don't get gotten by the the jump scares as much, and it, I, I don't know. But I'm hoping alpha. make doing it in VR. Yeah, would be, I feel uh, like the VR is like that next yeah, untapped area. Right, where, like it would still yeah. get you. Oh, it definitely does. I, I've done a little bit of it. I did uh, Resident Evil Seven. God, I can't. I could barely play that not in VR. It's very scary. It's very scary. All right, let's talk a little bit about movies. Again, this is going to be a very Halloween-oriented episode, so I would like us to drop a quick recommendation of a Halloween movie kind of in the pumpkin cinema criteria before we do each we one. We should specify what that review. criteria is because yeah, Nathan's right. uh, kind of whole setup is a little bit different from what you might expect. Sure. Uh, most people around Halloween just like to watch something scary, something that, that's going to spook them out. This is more in the season of, of yeah. uh, Halloween. So we're talking we're fall leaves and fall colors. We're talking... Uh, Halloween being very fun and and uh, whatever present like, in the film, I would say like uh, yeah, front, front and yeah. center, and it being a fun holiday, popcorny, etc. That's kind of where the movies want to be as well. So very fun, seasonal, um, but also that doesn't mean there are going to be not scary movies as well. But it's more about a Halloween vibe. style movie. Anybody want to help me out here? Because I'm yeah, yeah no, no, the Halloween vibe. I think that yeah. Brandon said it. Yeah, perfectly. I fucking nailed it. He just doesn't want to admit it. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't hear that. But I was trying to be more descriptive. Uh, but Halloween vibe, exactly. Um, so essentially, a movie like the Texas Chainsaw Massacre may not fit in that criteria for some people mm-hmm. because it, it's not set around fall. It's set in the hot, hot. Uh, you know, West Texas right. area. Whereas something like The Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown, which of is course. not scary in the least, is a great fit sure. for that because right. it fits the... the and then you, can, you have happy mediums with something like The Exorcist, which is the t- terribly yeah. scary, but also set in the Georgetown area in fall yeah. uh, with all the, the Halloween seasons. as well, the Halloween, OG. of course. Yeah, Perfect. so those are all terrifying movies, but also kind of fit that criteria. So we'll do that, do our best to give you something like that. And I'm going to try to do ones from, uh, from Pumpkin Cinema and one that came to mind... Uh, which was a little bit divisive on this cast, but I, I don't know what the fuck you guys are thinking. But I, I had a lot of fun with Dylan watching, uh, not Night of the Demons, but Night of the Demons 2, Amen. which is just a silly... It's way better than the first one. Yes, the first one's a little bit... It, it, they're both in the book, and I can see why they would both be good Halloween watches, but the first one lulls a, a little bit too long, and not enough happens for it, or to, in, in it for me 
for my taste. But the second one is just ridiculous, goofy, set around, I, I would imagine, that Halloween time and just a fun, we had a group watch. It feels even more in on the joke, which I think yes, is, is to its it benefit. it leaned into sure, it. Sure, yeah. And ended, out, uh, ended up with some insane practical effects and a crazy monster climax at the end. A lot of fun uh, in Pumpkin Cinema, so I would check that out if you want something kind of uh, off the beaten path a little bit. Definitely. Uh, Dylan, you got a recommendation in mind? Yeah, uh, one that I, I just uh, rewatched very recently here, but uh, I, I think I mentioned maybe on a previous one we did this or very recently, The Village is a great pick yes. for that for fall. Oh, God, But yeah. to add to that, too, another Shyamalan Signs, uh, yes. which I, I re just realized holds up incredibly well and also feels very fall. Like, it's got, you know, the, the setting in, like, Mm -hmm, know, the, the mm -hmm. cornfields and everything like that. It's a, it's a great movie, and I think it, it fits the bill. Even though it's about aliens, there's a whole lot more to it, yeah. uh, and it still feels very... Uh, well, maybe we'll talk Halloween. about it soon. I, I fucking love The Village because it's just beautiful. It's like a great you, movie. You know, whether you love the ending of the movie or not, I know that was kind of like a big deal at the time, but it just looks cool, and it makes you feel all those hall like fall and halloween vibes i think i think the gets, village yeah. is yeah. kind of where people started to, some people started to fall off a of shamalan yeah, but i think definitely. i think all of us here like the village i, yeah, I like the village i, I, I didn't yeah. like it when it came out and then i rewatched it a few years ago and i was like this I like movie's it. good yeah, yeah. I, I think that movie almost is better on a rewatch because you have sure. this big yeah. expectation for the ending and you're like yeah, now that yeah. it's already out of the way yeah. like cool it's yeah. not yeah. much of a twist in that one yeah it's not a big deal you got a recommendation bleedster yeah this one's kind of lame but uh one of my friends was actually talking about it in one of our chats recently because he's never seen it and i'm probably going to take him up on introducing it to him but hocus pocus it was one of the movies yeah. that got me into Halloween, you know, vibes, uh, if we're going to talk about that. And it's probably one of the first, like, like on TV movies I would have seen as a kid. And I've, I've, I don't know, I like unashamedly love watching it every season. So it's, it's an old standby for a reason. It's, it's yeah. a treat for me. That's definitely a, uh, that's in a pumpkin, uh, in pumpkin cinema. Manson, what about you? I'm going to, I think for mine, I'm going to do, cause I, I've been watching a lot recently. I'm going to do like a, a modern one or one, maybe yeah. even just all from this year. But, uh, my first one I think is going to be haunt. Yeah. I, I checked this out mm. A week or two ago, um, just uh, kind of on some seeing some recommendations that it's kind of like a somewhat hidden gem that just come out this year. And, mm -hmm. and I would agree with that statement. It's like um, a fun haunted house sort of kill-a-thon type of thing. It, you can kind of shut your brain off, but it's kind of a cut above uh, some of the like shittier ones that like Blumhouse has put out. Right. Um, but yeah, no, it's it's a very I've been recommending a, a lot to people that kind of want to watch right. a Halloweeny type movie this type of season talking about ha like haunted houses I'd love to go to a haunted house with you boys God, I, know. I haven't done it in a long time I haven't been to one in many I, years. I still I still love uh, I still love the idea of us all like staying the night at fucking what's it called Waverly. 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 yeah Waverly, and yeah. just like uh taking some video of it be rad yeah. Jesus I'd love uh, to go specifically they do like a haunted house in that one too but we should mm -hmm. say Waverly Sanatorium is like a big like big name in the haunted world it's yeah, located near yeah. us in louisville uh and uh is is supposedly it's, it's incredibly been featured haunted. on they, quite a few shows yeah, tuberculosis tuberculosis hospital, ward right? yeah, yeah. And they uh they have like a thing where they do like people jumping out at you and going boogity boogity yeah. boo they also have like uh historical can, yeah, tours too yeah. which sounds even that's, scarier that's what actually. i want to do yeah, yeah. I fuck with that. Um, all those movies we said are going to be streaming, I'm sure, online somewhere. Uh, it just fucking pull out three ninety nine, man. Everything's fucking streaming on Amazon or YouTube at, uh, these days. Most so, things. Yeah, we do right. run into stuff that's not. Yeah, but we we were. That's the shit that we fucking don't try to watch. We have, we're forced to usually watch those ones. Um, <laughs> these ones should be easily available. Yeah. Um, and definitely all, worth all watching. of tonight's all movies. Are, yeah. Yeah. And I should also say that uh, I gave you a, a sequel, but it doesn't fucking matter. These are all movies you can pop on right now. You don't need to see Night of the Demons. Yeah, to sure. know about Night of the Demons too. Um, yeah. Yeah. Let's uh, talk about a movie that surprisingly is streaming, uh, and that is Dark Knight of the Scarecrow, which I've actually heard of for years and years now. It's kind of a cult. Uh, it has a cult following. It does, yeah. Made for TV, um, 81, right? 1981. 
Scarecrow uh, movie. And you know what? We don't have enough of those, and we don't have very many good ones, if any. Do we have if, any other ones? Uh, right. I don't know. Scarecrows are fucking cool. There's, Isn't there's Jeepers, a Jeepers, Jeepers, Jeepers kind of based kinda, on yeah. a... I don't think so. Jeepers, he he acts like a Scarecrow at one point. I mean, point. it's That's a stretch, but I can't yeah. think of any others. Also, um, in Scary Stories, there's some pretty cool I was Scarecrow. Gonna, yeah, oh, yeah. That's you gonna saw that, did Yeah, I think we'll talk about that later. Yeah, yeah. So, well, let's get right into it. Then, Dark Knight of the Scarecrow, made for TV, Bleacher, what's it about? Yeah, so it starts out with uh, like a, a local kind of simple simple guy. Uh, I don't remember his name, Bobby or Billy or something like that. He's, yeah, mentally disabled. Um, and he's playing with like uh, one of the town children, Bubba. and they're having Bubba. Thank yeah. you. And it was a B B name, and they're having fun. And they they come across this yard, or I think her like the the young girl throws a toy into this yard, or something happens, and she needs to go in. And she's in there, and there's a ferocious dog in there, and it starts barking at her, and it goes to charge at her, and uh, Bubba goes and goes and defends her and stops the dog from killing her. Um, but there's a group of local hooligans that have always had it out for Bubba, and they think that he's a he's a blight on the town, and they see this as their opportunity to finally get him. So they chase him into the middle of a field, and he's hiding as a scarecrow, uh, trying to disguise himself, and they just fucking gun him down in cold blood. Uh, they, they go to trial, and they find out that those guys were justified. He was Bubba was a uh, he could have been dangerous or some bullshit. So they uh the basically these guys start to kind of get knocked off one by one and we're trying to figure out who, who's doing it very good a couple of things before we get right into this review uh, or at least talking about it i wanted to first off i forgot to mention that if you're listening to this now in two days really on thursday is going to be the halloween horrible trivia thing we do mm-hmm. horrible podcast trivia at diorio's that's in louisville kentucky diorio's pizza and pub uh, in the Highlands on Baxter. Go to that. Uh, you're probably listening to this on a Tuesday or a Wednesday if you're listening to it uh, pretty recently or when it comes out, soon after it comes out. Definitely go. We don't know who our Louisville fans are that much. We see some people from out of town here and there, but I would like to, to meet more local Louisville fans. Uh, once again, 8 o'clock, door prizes, Halloween contest. You can have a beer with us, hang out. It'll be fun. Uh, do that. That's Thursday, October 24th. Um, also, Nathan did give us a little bit of a prep of each movie. Oh, yeah, nice. Yeah, before uh, before we get into him, I want to read this one off. This is Dark Knight of the Scarecrow again, of course. He said, this made-for-television uh, movie premiered on CBS just a few months after I was born, but That's I didn't cool. become aware of it until I was channel surfing one night in my early 20s and recognized Larry Drake from Dr. Giggles in the Christmas episode of Tales from the Crypt. Oh, yeah. It's a great movie to watch in October because you got plenty of pumpkins, the titular Scarecrow, and the kind of Halloween party you guys are, are probably familiar with living in Kentucky, even if you ghouls don't find us <laughs> as engrossing as I did, hopefully you'll at least agree uh, with me that Charles Durning gives an absolutely riveting performance as Otis and that the, gr- the grain silo scene is a thing of beauty. So that's uh, Nathan prepping us for Dark Knight of the Scarecrow. I guess he's talking about the scene where they're like line dancing and drinking punch. Yeah. I, I guess yeah. that's what all Kentucky people I, do. I was thinking he meant uh, murdering the oh, like yeah, that pit, too. pitchfork uh, gathering and <laughs> yeah, that, uh, murdering. I was trying to think a little guy. bit higher of Kentuckians, but maybe, maybe that is what he's talking about. <laughs> yeah, so that's Dark Knight of the Scarecrow. Uh, this is a movie that I had on my radar for years now because of, I mean, again, I just thought early 80s scarecrow uh made for tv even had its weird little charm to it when i was thinking this about came it came with a lot of hype this is really well regarded in cult circles uh yeah and i think a lot of that has to do with where it is from it being a made for tv movie what you would expect going into something like that is definitely not what you're going to get here whether that's for better or for worse what's crazy to me though is like i didn't i guess i didn't get the feeling that this was made for tv because it's a full-length movie which i feel like a lot of made for tv it, it actually looks really nice very, very short yeah. and it's i thought it was gorgeous personally like well it, shot. it yeah. looks like a head and shoulders above the the other two movies we watched this week just like right quality wise yeah, and then there is like a like a definite artistry to some of like the the lighting they use like there's an awesome scene where 
I think the guy he's talking about is the one that goes into the wood chipper, but he's like going up this ladder and yeah. there's like this really cool lighting effect on his face that like makes him look really ominous. Yeah. Yeah. The, 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 the look and feel of this movie. I mean, I want to emphasize on that. I opening, uh, you know, as it was opening, I was like, this is this is cool. This is what I want out of a Halloween October watch. Uh, I like the kind of some of the stilted acting and the made for TV charm that it had with it. And yeah. I, yeah. It has yeah. some charm yeah. to it. For I, sure. I do agree with them, though, that, that like there are a couple of people who stand out. The the guy who plays the main shithead uh, Otis is, is good, yeah. really good in his role. And the guy who plays uh, the main the lawyer uh, later on, I think, is, is really good as well. Like there's there's some some better performances than you would think. And specifically, actually, I do want to say that the guy who plays Bubba for the time is doing a sure. pretty decent job with mm-hmm. what he's got here. It's not the most you know progressive kind no, of no, take no, on, no. on uh, we, somebody yeah. with mental disabilities. I was impressed by it. It, it, it's, it was a little simple jack I, I, in it. I, yeah. Yeah, it was yeah. very much a simple jack, but I was it like, was better than I, expected. I was still thinking like, yeah, yeah for a made for TV movie, this guy's really giving it his all yeah. right now. Like good for him. Um, he did yeah. the best that they could do in 1980, one or so. Right, yeah. sure, right. And he gets taken out of the movie soon anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, just because they literally executed him. I mean, oh, yeah, Jesus. He shot up. It's, it's the first, like, few minutes uh, of the movie. And that's a, well, that's a really great scene, honestly. I think, uh, I think that... Uh, he, Devin loved it. He was... <laughs> no, yeah. God damn. I, I agree that it feels, like, a little bit more mature and dark than you would yes. expect something like that to happen. Yeah. That scene in particular I like a lot in that, like, they execute the crime and then they get, like, word that they fucked up basically almost immediately. Right. Yeah. And there is, like, a palpable sense of, like, oh, whoa, shit. Like, we, we done goof. Because yep. even uh, the audience is kind of a surprise at that point a little bit. Overall, I, I think this element has is a little mixed for me, but I, I do want to give like a little bit of praise to the fact that this is like this plays out really differently than I expected, oh, yeah. and it ultimately is like kind of almost more of like a psychological thing. Um, it, yeah. It's more of just like are we are we just like being are, are we so guilt ridden that we're kind of like seeing things happen in a way that man feels supernatural? Right, right. right. Yeah. And, and and that is cool. That's an interesting take on it. Although I, I do have to say to get into some of the negatives, of course, like that's that's not really what I wanted out of this. No, and and I don't I think agree. it does that element specifically very well. We still haven't gotten the fucking scarecrow slasher that we deserve. We really and this this definitely no. is and I want you to temper your expectations yes. going into it, regardless yeah, that's of something to understand whether sure. you, we think it's a stinker or a gem, like there is almost no scarecrow in this. Right. Like, Which is, is actually a bummer because the, yeah. the scarecrow imagery is really cool. Yeah. So basically what starts happening is these guys start to get haunted by the what they think is either someone in the town or you know maybe it could be uh bubba himself but like they see the scarecrow appear in their fields right of course they're all farmer bumpkins they, they all start to sort of think that it's each other too right. so there's right. like they this, think they're this playing pranks on each other somebody knows and they're trying to make sure that yeah. i know that they know and the scarecrow is a cool omen like he just yeah. appears in your yeah. field he's just a yeah. basic ass scarecrow Definitely. and they're like i don't know what this means i don't know why it's here there is one thing that's kind of weird though about the structure to this which is that like for one thing, the whole opening sequence, I think, is way too long. It, it takes a really yeah, long time to kind of set the so, whole thing yeah. up. Um, but then we also have like this trial scene, which is odd yes, to me because yes. the, the reason this is sort of strange is I think the story would would have worked way better if it was like, OK, we need to make a pact and agree that none yep. of us are going to talk about this. Because once they start distrusting the, you know each other and other people in the town, it's like everybody in town knows you guys did this it's not a it's not a secret right so it just something about that feels weird to me it should have been people they think that they're the the, these guys were justified like they were all on the same the same table as these dudes that's my point so once they start saying like hey you're messing with me and whatever to me that would have made more sense if it was like this secret between it it needed to feel a little bit more insular and like like there was a a secret that could get out but like once it's revealed there's a lot of the tension that's gone there because like yeah i want these shitheads to die uh but it's not happening quick enough and Mm. like there's not really enough of like a a thrust in like them trying to keep this from everybody else like it's an open open knowledge a scarecrow showing up in their yard and they're getting mildly freaked out about it i i guess i guess i could see that i don't know i thought 
I guess I wasn't really expecting much more than that because like as soon as the, the scarecrow or the star the yeah the scarecrow starts showing up I, I kind of like especially at the end once they reveal like what you know quote unquote it is like I I, I thought it was kind of neat to see just you know what the possibilities are right is it the mom of the of right, Bubba right. is it the little girl maybe somehow doing this and then there was <laughs> my prediction all along was that it was the uh, the dude that was at the trial because he was really gung ho about getting these dudes convicted and right, he's like, yeah. he was vying that he would ever if he could ever get any shred of evidence he's going to convict them but I don't know I thought that that was kind of played out like well to me I guess and then one you know one thing I know that you guys mentioned was was kind of lame is that there's really not much kills in this movie you, like you obviously these guys are going to die eventually one by one which doesn't make or break a movie we've no, seen not plenty it, it doesn't movies, but yeah. if, if it's not getting if you, it's not gripping you from the beginning yes. and if it's not gripping you in the middle like okay, you want yeah. something kind of visual so, I'm sure let, let's, go, let's go on my rat brain level like if, if we're watching a movie like and I did show a movie like uh, called Lake Munga recently which I think is Fuck, I incredibly terrifying God. And yeah. I showed it to the wrong people. Yeah. I mean, I, I realized well, who'd that. Who'd you show it to? I, I mean, I'm not going to say, but I just. Oh, was, but afterwards, they were like, you showed this for, like, you know, a horror watch, and, like, not even one person really actually died. And I was like, yeah, but that's not really the point. That, that one is a risky one because yeah. of its construction. And, and yeah. I realized that that was my fault, pretty much, for choosing that movie. That, that's one you kind of got to watch a very It's such a gamble, though, yeah. if it works. Exactly. It works, if it yeah. works, Phenomenal. it fucking really works. But, but anyway, back to my point. With a movie about a fucking a vengeful scarecrow. I need to. I do need to see kills. I think this movie has done a huge disservice by its title because right, it yes. truly isn't a movie about a dark night of a scarecrow. Like it doesn't have the, the, no the Batman, Joker, no the Batman. And, and, and that was <laughs> yeah. uh, that was done on purpose because it, it they, was. they wanted people to you know be reeled in. It's a bait and switch that doesn't work in its favor, though. Right. It could, yeah. and again, it is a gamble too to call it that and to have it kind of suddenly become like the psychological police procedural and like court sort of thing. Like it might work. It just doesn't, unfortunately, the, because you 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 give us this uh, the idea that it's going to be about a fucking scarecrow. I want a scarecrow yes, horror movie, yes. and it just doesn't end and up I, being And that. I honestly, I want a scarecrow movie from the '80s made for TV called yeah. Dark Knight of the Scarecrow. Yeah, that sounds fucking dope. Still, just like the the little bit in like uh, uh, Cabin in the Woods where the scarecrows rip that dude apart. Yeah, it's great. I want more scarecrows. Yes, I, I, I could do <laughs> stilted acting. I could do um grainy '80s uh, TV quality. I could do a corny title and yeah. corny uh, pun yeah. intended. Uh, yeah. And I could do a, a scarecrow uh, being vengeful and well, ripping. And also to have this cool of a scarecrow design too. Like yeah, they they very rarely use right. it, but when they do, like it looks neat. But it's this cool yeah, this did definitely feel showed it more. Yeah, yeah, this definitely felt some part like To Kill a Mockingbird and, and parts. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Procedural yeah. And it weird. really does actually. And it's just really bizarre. And, and I didn't get those vibes at all. The court scene was like so early, and then there's like almost no, no but, police in the entire the whole, like, movie. Well, no, small, but even small, after procedural that, elements yeah. to it, I don't get it. Uh, small town justice sort of. Yeah, the mailman felt like a policeman to me. Yeah, for the most part. Well, I mean, he's a fucking vigilante. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I, I think I think what what you guys are getting at is that it is kind of just like this small town situation. To me, it's it's hardly hardly a horror movie, right? Yes. It's like just a, a situation that's happening in a small town, and the problem for me is that it's not interesting. I, it almost I, felt like a fifties movie to me. It like did, yeah. Fucking yeah, like, yeah, interesting. Yeah. Like uh, that's the way like fifties movies were. I thought I thought about that one, the night of the hunter, I believe. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And stuff like that, which wasn't terrible Mitchum in its one, own yeah. self, but in its own right. But just like, it just felt like, oh no, what are we gonna do about the situation? Well, we're well, gonna figure it out. Like, <laughs> it's got something else in common with 1950s movies like that, which is that it's really boring. Yeah, yeah okay, I gotta agree. Again, <laughs> th th let's get to it. We're, we're doing face value reviews. I I'm, I would be remiss to not just openly say this movie was I found terribly uninteresting and just not. And this will be a theme maybe for for at least a couple movies that just 
I didn't hate it, but just not enough happened, yeah. in my opinion. No, this isn't this isn't a terribly I didn't hate it, no. No, so but the the theme, that being said, good. it's very, 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 very dull. Yeah, I will say even it is probably a very well-made movie for what it is. Right. But it just doesn't, what it is isn't, you know, enough, honestly. It, it, I swear to God, I, I, take this for what it, what you want, but it feels like a 50s movie that was ahead of its time. Like, yeah. I, that's like the most <laughs> weird backwards compliment. No, I, I, I know exactly what you're saying. But, yeah, like, I, I could that. see somebody yeah. really old in the recliner turning it on and being like, wow, this is a hell of a movie. How yeah. old is Nathan Tull? Yeah. He's not much older. Well, he's not the, much older than us. I'm joking. He's like, he said he was yeah. born before the, like, yeah, when this yeah, came yeah, out. Yeah, Devin's 80s. thinking like a 60-something. No, right. I could see that. Yeah. Yeah. So this would make a boomer happy. Yes, yes. Yeah. And no, would, maybe even a little older. Yeah. It's like when you you go to like your family reunion and you tell your your like old ass uncle that you like horror movies and they're like, oh, you gotta check oh, this one out. Don't, 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 don't look now; it was amazing. It scared the crap out of me when I was forty five. And you realize, you know what? That probably did scare the crap out of him when it oh, came out. Oh, you sweet summer child. Yeah, but like it's just things have changed, and we I, maybe we just need more fucking. Movies were boring in the 80s. They're fun now. Well, no, okay, that, that's, again, that's why I'm using that the 50s. Triggered. I'm doing the 50s thing because 1981 is legitimately like the best year for horror ever. Like we've seen like no, yeah, yeah, Dark well, that, Knight of the Scarecrow. Well, that exactly. just means there's that no excuse. And on top of that, we have, of course, we've seen really uh, entertaining like made-for-TV horror films. That's true. Yeah, there's too. no there's no piece of this that necessarily means it's going to be boring or shitty. No. But no, no, no it, no. it is kind of surprising because in the early 80s, that's when horror was going absolutely oh, yeah. batshit. Like does whatever, feel, there was no stops. This came this feels really different from 81. One, though, and I think that's that's maybe saying. something that it made very it stand reserved. out in a This time. came out the same year. I think it's because it was for okay, TV. This came out right after um, Friday the 13th, the same year as My Bloody Valentine and The Burning. And Stop e- saying all this, because this, this is lowering my I opinion. And The Evil Dead. Dead. So this, this was fucking when horror hell. was starting to go fucking off what the rails. Year, damn. And, yeah, and lean into Jesus itself. Christ. Yeah, definitely. Halloween 2, oh. etc. Um, Rob right. Zombies. Let's <laughs> give this one. Funny story. Did I tell you about that, Dev? What? One of my friends, he always asked me for horror recommendations because you know I'm such a buff on the show. You told Rob Zombies Halloween team. And uh, no, no, no. He, he told me, he's like, dude, have you ever seen Halloween 2? I'm like, yeah, it was pretty good. And he's like, I started fucking watching it on TV. It was Rob Zombie's Halloween 2. I'm like, you got got, son. He started complaining about it. I'm that like, I'm sorry. in which every redneck in the U.S. tries to fight Michael Myers for some reason. <laughs> I told him, I personally apologize. I'm like, I'm so sorry you happened to see that on accident. That easily the worst of the entire franchise. Um, So let's review this. Uh, Dark Knight of Scarecrow is just way different than I wanted or expected. I have no strong feelings about it other than it really just, I've, I found it thoroughly uninteresting um, after a while, and it, it did put me to sleep at a certain point, and I had to kind of shake myself out of a nap, uh, and that sucks. It's a bummer, and the best way I can sum it up is for being a movie that came out in the pinnacle of you know horror, you could argue, it, it felt 30 years, bef- not before its time, but behind. After, yeah. yeah um, it just felt like a 50s uh, police procedural to me, which is not my cup of tea if you know anything about me. And I would be doing you a disservice, uh, especially if you're tuning in around Halloween for casual, fun horror recommendations to recommend this. Uh, if you, uh, I imagine you want something a little bit more, um, something that's going to help uh, delight your senses more. There's going to be more on screen and maybe more visceral. So this is not the one, I, I think, for me and probably not the one for you if you're tuning in right now. I'm going to give it a light stinker with a caveat that again, I don't hate it. I just don't, I don't find it interesting, unfortunately. And I would love to see a scarecrow movie. Just anything that, that, that stuff happens more in it, I guess. Uh, Bluster. 
Yeah, it is weird that there's not a lot of Scarecrow themed movies. I think that the scariest Scarecrow I've ever seen in a movie was in Dark Knight. Exactly. Franchise. Not, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not this Dark Knight. Let's Batman be clear. Batman, yeah. Um, so I watched this movie very, very late in the week uh, because everyone was da- like talking it down so much that I was literally putting it <laughs> off and I was dreading it and I was watching it late last night. And I don't know, maybe it's just my expectations were different. I, I, I didn't. I don't have any association with the name of this title with the with the slasher. I don't. I didn't think that immediately. Um, so I was pleasantly surprised when I was watching this. It's definitely not the most visually exciting, although I think it's very beautiful and I think that there's a lot of great images in this movie. It was surprisingly competent in that in that way. Mm. It was it well acted enough. And I guess when I'm comparing it to some other things I've seen this week that. And recently, I don't know, it's, it seemed above for me. It was basically like a horror paint by numbers, which is totally what I would expect from uh, a movie that's going to be shown to the masses on TV for 60-year-olds and 16-year-olds to, to, to enjoy. Um, I definitely see where the, the angst is coming from. It's not the most exciting or gripping movie, but I, I guess I got what I was expecting. I don't know. So for me, it's a, it's a light gem. All right. I'm not mad about it. Dylan? Yeah, uh, I don't hate it. It's actually uh, pretty decent for what it is uh, and surprisingly competent in ways that you wouldn't expect. But those ways are ways that I didn't expect for a reason because the movie's called fucking Dark Knight of the Scarecrow. I assumed there was going to be some more Scarecrow and that there was going to be, I don't know, based on the cover and everything of it, like a little bit more of the Scarecrow enacting anything. Uh, You don't. You get a lot of subtlety with this one and a lot of like really slow paced kind of, you know, psychological stuff. But that's not at all what uh, what the bill of goods that I, I thought I was going to get here. And so that bait and switch kind of fucked me over my like appetite for this movie. And I just got really bored with it, unfortunately. I recognize, though, why it kind of stands out above a lot of its made for TV peers and why this kind of is remembered well. But it's just not for me. Uh, it's a it's a stinker. Uh, Manton. Yeah, I don't really have a lot to say. I think that it's very boring. And uh, you guys were mentioning things like. Otis the the whatever and uh, I I literally can't remember these characters. I watched this last Monday. Um, it's not a good sign. Uh, yeah, it's just it's just dull. It's just dull. So it's a stinker for me. All right, that's three stinkers and a light. Jim, just know what you're getting into before you get into it. It might change the way you watch. It, it. might actually. I I, I can yeah. sort. I can see why people. Why I can see why this has some cult status. It's just yeah. not for me at right. all. Oh, I agree. Um, not for me either. But um. But yeah, let's get into our next movie. Before we do that, actually, I would like to drop another recommendation. I always drop these every single time in case we have new listeners. But um, I would ch- I'm gonna drop uh, Ghost Watch. Ghost Watch from I think '92. Yeah, yes, it's a British movie. It's it's made. To, it's emulated to look like a uh, a BBC show, a Halloween special. Where it really was. Yeah. Well, it, yeah, it was actually it's a fake one of those, but, but it is. But they they actually they they kind of um, I, I don't know how bamboozled its audience by pretending that a real haunting was happening during this Ghost Watch show uh, on BBC in the early nineties. Uh, I mean, that's a, I sells the fuck out of it too. It yeah, actually feels it, like it. It's it, that very dry British way yes. to approach this this type of humor or right. not humor, but uh, you know, like horror in this way. It fully commits to that, um, mm-hmm. and it's and it's. I think it's perfect for this time of year. Obviously, it's a Halloween special uh, from the early '90s, and uh, there's something about the early '90s that I loved. I guess for me specifically super nostalgic because that's when we that's when we were growing up and seeing right. these specials on tv so if you're close to our age 30s uh, 40s even uh you'll have a lot of fun with this one and it's counterpart wnuf halloween special which is uh, a 2013 
um, fake news broadcast. It's an American version. Ghost watched by way of Tim and Eric. Go, yeah, yeah, exactly. Very much Tim and Eric. Uh, they make a great companion piece. They're great companion like, pieces. Watch them together. Is yeah, great. one's American, one's British, one's from the '90s, one's from the recently, but uh, emulates the '80s. WNUF Halloween special is fully available on YouTube, which is a treat. So uh, check that out. You can watch it in its best quality on YouTube because it's meant to be watched in a certain, in a certain quality. Yep. And then Ghostwatch, I think, is rentable uh, on something. You'll find Isn't it. Isn't there another one that's in this vein that came out recently? I am not aware Maybe. of one. Uh, Nightmare or something? Or is that a that's anthology That's an anthology. That's Nightmare Cinema. Which... Devin, when we were there, uh, when we were watching WNF recently, someone recommended another yes. movie just like this. We need to figure There's out what that guy, was. This guy, Mike Rutherford, who had the psychological horror. He's actually Card Chronicle, if anybody's in Louisville and, and oh, knows yeah. about ULL sports. He's a big, big Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not putting it in the spot. I'm just saying, like, well, I so like this type of... Someone else can give one of yeah, yeah, I like this type of movie, and, like, yes. I, I'm... I guess I'm not surprised there's not more of it. I'm it, kind of glad because it's a treat. It's called Special Bulletin from Special the Special Bulletin, oh, there cool. you go. I would love to check that one out sometime, but let's get right into uh, our next uh, recommendations, Dylan. Yeah, this one uh, is one of my favorite movies that at one point was not at all. Uh, the first time I saw this movie, it didn't do anything for me, and the second time I was like, shit, this might be one of the scariest movies I've ever seen. It's The Innkeepers. Uh, yeah. Oh, Ty wow. West's uh, fucking masterpiece, in my opinion, uh, which is about as fall as it feels just because they're set in like New England yeah. in a, a tiny you know inn that's closing for the, the winter. Uh, it has that feel, although most of it's set indoors for me and for my money, it really feels very fall. For some reason, I can't quite put my finger on. Uh, yep. It's also scary as shit, uh, and I really, really love that movie. Well, it's like it's a Victorian ghost story set in modern America. Yeah. Like, it's amazing. Yeah. It feels very Victorian to me. Um, what do you think, Blooster? So I've got two. One really quick, since he mentioned Innkeepers, but I also really like I Saw the Devil. Um, you mean House of the Devil? House, House of the Devil? Devil. Yeah. yeah, yeah, my bad. Yeah. I always get all the devil movies mixed I mean, up. There's a lot of them. The movie, to me, I haven't seen it in a little bit, but it just feels very similar yes. to the 80s. Oh, yeah. It feels cool and cold, and like you're getting pizza on a night. That, uh, that one's a really good satanic choice it's, for it's, this. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that one, just because Dylan brought up uh, Innkeepers, but what I was going to say is The Guest. That one's literally based on oh, yeah. Halloween. It's, yeah. it's got yeah. the right colors. It's very yeah. modern. It's it's kind of a love letter to the 80s. Not even a full-on horror movie, but definitely yeah. fits yeah. the yeah. Halloween. Definitely yeah. just like a good pump-you-up, like Halloween-y kind of movie with tons of violence and cool 80s synth music. So, so what the fuck do you need, else do you need? The guest, Adam Winger, definitely. And, and check, check out your next, his counterpart, his counterpiece. Check out King Kong's Big Dong. Well, I can't and, wait, and he is doing King Kong. King Kong dick. And Manton, what do you think? Uh, yeah, so mine was kind of briefly mentioned, but I'm going to go with Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. Yeah, uh, nice. I think it's about to be out on uh, Vod. It is, it I is. I can't wait. I, I really want to see <clears> it. I need to see uh, it. But I actually, uh, funny enough, I my my boss was saying that uh, her daughter wanted to have like a hall- like a Halloween, you know, sleepover thing and what movie should she show? And I recommended this because yeah. I think that like with the books, it was kind of this thing where it was like, how far can we push like a children's yes, book yeah. and to, mm-hmm. to be scary, especially with the drawings, of course. Oh, God, they were fucking terrifying. Um, and, yeah. and the movie has that same sort of spirit, you know, it's like a, I guess it's like PG-13, but it's like pushing it for what you can have in a kid's movie. Um, but it is genuinely spooky. Like uh, I watched it with Rachel and there was a lot of times where she was hiding her eyes and stuff and it, <laughs> Damn, it has cool. it, yeah it has a lot of like good fun scares and it has a, a great uh scarecrow thing going on yep. in the beginning of it so it's, uh, yeah. is there a drive-in setting at some and, point and, and it has cool cool monsters i think uh javier botet does one of them it's, oh yeah yeah uh it's good stuff i, I would definitely recommend official. it and it's, it's by the director of troll, uh, hunter, yeah, troll hunter and uh, autopsy jane, J- jane recently. autopsy jane does pretty good for the first third yeah first two thirds i should say uh, okay yeah. okay um now let's get into this next movie the unnamable 1988 um, another recommendation from Nathan. He said, "All hell, let's just keep the '80s theme going for this episode." <laughs> the unable was unnameable was a favorite of mine growing up since ever since I caught it on USA Saturday Nightmares, and I still think it holds up rather well because of its spooky setting and even spookier creature. 
It also has very memorable character in Randolph Carter, who I think you guys will dig. But then again, I also thought you'd appreciate the antics of Alan and children shouldn't play with dead things. So what do I know? <laughs> Whatever the verdict may be with this movie, I very much look forward to hearing your face value reactions. Thanks for being such an entertaining podcast to listen to on a weekly basis, and I hope the Great Pumpkin brings y'all something very sponge-worthy. Oh, thanks, buddy. Oh, what a, what a uh, sweetie. We, we latched on to the complete opposite character, honestly. Yeah, we did. <laughs> well, his buddy Howard, right? Uh, his yeah, name? yeah, the, the biggest him. fucking doofus. And... What's this about, Manton? Oh, me? Okay. Um, <laughs> all right, so this is, uh, I guess it's an H.P. Lovecraft adaptation um, of a short by the Very same name. Very loosely, if anything. I was going to say. Yeah, uh, yeah the, but that, that's how they tend to be. Yeah. You know, that's fine. Um, so this opens up with uh, an, uh, an old man in an old-timey uh, sleeping cap uh, who is kind of reading some old dusty tomes as you do when you're rich and old fucking and, goals uh, buddy yeah yeah dylan said he wanted to be that man one day yeah. want to wear a nightcap and read some dusty old tomes <laughs> yeah so i, I just uh, kind of wanted to set this up because this blew my mind when we were watching this but dylan said that his one of his fantasies is to become a wealthy old man who all he does is read and have a collection of dusty tomes dude That's like, i, I want to find some forbidden knowledge truly if, if if money was no object my dream job would just be a librarian i would just fucking love to do that you have to go to school for that there's a librarian degree you gotta get yeah so what it'd be fun yeah, so what? I like books. Way to really stick it to the librarians out there. I I love you if you're a librarian. Anyway, <laughs> wow. Uh, I just I'm just putting off talking about this movie. So, um, we have a, a screaming entity uh, in this house that is uh getting him so annoyed that he's saying, you know, be silent, demon, and and that sort of thing. And then the the local pilgrims show up and they're like, sir, good day. You're doing some bad demon stuff you're gonna have to stop that and he says no i don't want to stop and then they say you gotta and then they take him away and he, he got uh, killed before that should... <laughs> huh? they don't just take him away they don't even have a conversation with him he's whatever dead at just that let point. me let me finish okay. so anyways <laughs> he's dead but they say this anyway um and then they they say no one should any longer go in this home it is now forbidden by the church and then we cut to uh i don't know like the 80s and uh, we've got some, well, according to, the, to the, the synopsis, it's high school students, but it's it's not. It's Miskatonic University. They're they're college students. So anyways, there's some, there's three guys. One is like a nerd. One is like a, uh, an absolute. <laughs> this uh, is the word. <laughs> this introduction is almost as bad as the movie. To portray this as being boring. There are better ways to do it. Uh, okay. Well, anyways, there's like three guys and they all suck and. Uh, no one wants to go in this house, but then they all do, and they get killed. Okay, very, very good. Um, Great synopsis, this buddy. Is, this is a movie that I think... Uh, <laughs> I do want to talk about at least where this might have come from, this concept. H.P. Lovecraft. Not the H.P. Lovecraft bullshit, but... That's literally there, where it came from. Uh, no, okay, sure. But there are styles of movies that are, we have seen uh, over the ages, especially... Uh, Let's get lost in a house. Yes, in, yes. The, in the early 80s. Um, and what comes to mind for me is, again, Night of the Demons. I was going to say... That's I'm, a good version of it. I'm really yeah. glad that you mentioned that because when I was watching this, I was thinking like, okay, that's the setup that I think that they're kind of yes. aping. Well, I mean, I mean I it's like a whole trope. There's oh, like yeah. a yeah. billion... Let's more go to party in this abandoned and, But I love that, though. And yeah. Spookies it's as well. Trope. Spookies is the masterpiece of this. Spookies. I guess you could argue, yeah. I fucking love Spookies. Which also, we should say, actually... That's a great fit for that, a Halloween Nathan recommendation. Nathan Toll is yeah, the one who yeah. recommended that yep. to us. Spookies. If that, you that, that was right. Oh, really? Yeah, that was, yeah. Uh, what, yeah. A, what a mad it's, it's a trip for sure. Um, but yeah, the setup. <laughs> it's a great setup. I do think, yeah, it's, it's 
maybe it's not a classic. I, yeah, I don't want to say great. I want it's to say classic. it's an easy one and a classic. I would say easy one. I think it's difficult to really fuck right. up all that much. And, and the, you would think. Apparently not. <laughs> well, here's the problem here, and I'm going to get out outright and say it is that when you have the haunted house and you have the creature, you got to have stuff happen also. Yeah. And that's how you fuck up Novel. this kind of movie. Stuff has to happen. And like, Novel. And for example, spooky shit fucking <laughs> happens. So much shit happens yeah, in that movie. But it's I think the, the main <laughs> stuff has to happen. <laughs> Devin's like, main main gripe is he's stuff. Not wrong. He's like stuff he's being so happen. polite no. about it, but it's like, like truly nothing happens I, in this movie. Crazy? And, and, and no, I, I love it. <laughs> the biggest misstep to begin with here is that like for these usually in that classic setup, the whole setup is like, hey, let's go have a party at this right. house. Yeah, right? makes let's sense. Have That's what this is leading to. Yeah, yeah. In fact, no, they have that setup where they say we're gonna have a party yeah. at this house but they're going yeah. to recon the place yeah. to set up for the party right so there's so no party even, there they don't even set up for the party yeah. these people just end up in the house with nothing to do right. there's no lights there's no music there's not a lot of people Shit. there's literally four unnamed scrublets big emphasis on uh, the no they lights. do have there's, names there's we no have light bruce weeks i've and, taken uh, their names even, isn't ghoulies even kind of similar yeah, to this ghoulies, is, a ghoulies is we are having a, a party in this house and also summoning demons yes exactly he's not great but it's i was actually watching but shit happens what's the one where at the high school reunion Oh, uh, oh, yeah, 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 I yeah, yeah no, I know the one you're talking about. Is that? That was kind of all right, wasn't it? Uh, it's called uh, at the school. Fuck. Yeah, I know. I know was exactly. Was it called which like really mean? There's reunion? like the acid bath thing. I think it yeah. is reunion. <laughs> something. Slaughter High. Slaughter High. That's the yeah. one. Yeah, that's uh, it. I, I kind of fuck with Slaughter yeah, High. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, amusing. we're dreaming about all these <laughs> other <laughs> movies. So uh, Nathaniel, like reading that description, like that when you when you hear someone talk about a movie, like they're like, okay, I want to see that movie. It sounds great. But the thing is, is that I feel like I didn't get what I was sold when I was watching this. Like. We have a very awkward setup to our characters and they're all kind of weird and have little quirks or weird motivations. I'm like, okay, cool. Let's, let's build on that. So then we go to the house and like going to the house was the worst idea the writer or director ever had because there's nothing to do in the house except for basically wait until we see the creature one time and then the movie's over. A huge problem is that the, the, the first time we go to the house, we spend a long time in the house with just one guy by himself and he, Quite honestly, is doing in real essentially time, nothing through the house. Um, he's he's not walking speaking. silently. Yeah. There's no music. Th- 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 that's the big misstep early on because like there's a one of our first scenes is like uh, our three of our our guys sitting together and chatting about stuff, and you got this pompous intellectual asshole who is uh, like Randolph Carter, who's from a different and, and, Lovecraft and story good, altogether. Good call on uh, Nathan's part on mentioning what was the movie. Uh, the with the uh, uh, I am very smart guy from yes. uh, children shouldn't play with dead things. He's yeah, very similar he's very to that. similar yeah. character. Uh, I I do in, I kind of enjoy him because his interplay with uh, the weird uh, petulant dude who wanders into the house is funny. Uh, and then our our main character uh, for us at least though the one that we we latched onto <laughs> Howard. Oh, he's, who is he's a treat. Absolute bumblefuck who he, 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 cannot do just, anything correctly. There, there there's a great scene with him where uh one one of the popular girls in the school like walks by and his friend is like. Hey Wendy, and then he goes. Hi Wendy. Hi Wendy. <laughs> it's just like he's just so desperate for attention, and literally everyone in the movie just doesn't want him around. They're just it's, negging him. My, my favorite. It's hard, it's hard to tell if this is like intentional. Kind of I think it was a joke. This movie seemed like there was a lot of comedy moments that didn't land, but one of my favorite moments in the entire movie is Howard, this this interminable scrublet, goes to the he goes to the library to warn his buddy. They're like they they basically tricked their friend to go into the house and get himself killed. And so he he next day he's like, listen man, we haven't heard from him. So he goes to the library to talk to this you know I'm so smart asshole, and he's like whispering and trying to get this guy's attention. And these girls behind him are constantly shushing him and like telling him. 
him to shut the fuck up. I was, it's, it's very uh, funny. I, I, thought, I thought you were going to mention uh, the part where um, he's he wakes up a girl that's fainted and she opens her eyes and sees him and she goes, ah! <laughs> and I mean, there's so many great moments anyway. with Howard. I mean, Howard is just the star of the show, the movie for me, honestly. Yeah, well, because he's, he's a character and I think like the yes, moments yeah. where like that dialogue's happening, it's cheesy enough to be entertaining. Definitely. But this movie's cardinal sin is that it just brings these people into the house and shuts them up. Like it is truly for most of the runtime of the movie, once they get into the house, just people walking around the house, not talking and, and to one another. And it's mostly silent. Like it's so fucking dull. There, there was a point for that weird soundtrack that's just like droning and like yeah. yeah it's there, there was a point where I was joking. I had my hoodie and I put it over my face, <laughs> and I was like, "Hey man, this is a great movie. I'm not watching it." Um, but I, I there was no sound, and I'm like, "Oh man, this movie really is quiet." He went, he went a long time before he realized that I had paused. He just paused. The movie. Oh, that's great. And of course, I opened my eyes, and there's somebody walking around. I'm like, "Oh, I didn't miss anything." Well, because they, they they always like uh, ADR the foot steps to be these like like these really weird foley sounds that they do like, <laughs> it really did yeah, yeah, felt like yeah. that uh, the, the, the the good points though that every now and then peek their head around make this sure. even harder of a pill to swallow because they're so rare but the gore in this movie oh, shit. when it happens yeah, actually, it's pretty the fucking are intense pretty awesome, yeah. like, and, and pretty neat like you get and, some head slamming some brains falling out and to, shit be, like to be that. fair to this movie I also I like the monster I mean it's a little silly it's goofy but, uh, but yeah it's no, a I like different it. design but, but I like also when the, when the movie opened up I expected it to be goofy and cheesy. It looked yep. goofy and cheesy, and I liked again, like I said earlier with Dark Scare, uh, Dark Knight of the Scarecrow. I liked the look and feel of this when it opened up. Yeah, if, yeah. if it would have maintained or not, it didn't. I say maintained it if it ever was entertaining. As if stuff would have happened. The, that's yeah. that's the biggest thing we cannot like say enough. Nothing happens. Right. Truly, there's not a fucking plot to this movie. Like right. it is that there's a thing not in the really. house. They don't really answer anything about it. You kind of get some whispers about it, but. Most of it is just these people walking around in this house right. with the, no the only, thrust and nothing to do. The only drive is to get them to the house. Once they're there, they're basically just waiting until, I guess, the runtime is appropriate where you kill them all, uh, which takes goddamn forever. I, I think that um, this has a lot of the, the same... This does the same thing wrong with H.P. Lovecraft stuff that like a lot yep. of things do, which is that the whole appeal of that sense, uh, or that, that that style of writing, is that it's so like ethereal and utter, otherworldly. Right. It's like... Something like uh, Mouth of Madness, which is like a fun... Probably know, the best Lovecraft adaptation. I think that movie kind of nails that vibe. Yeah, it, yeah it, the, the best like be. pseudo. Because, and the thing about that one is that like it is this sort of otherworldly experience. Right. And, it and feels it is, surreal. And well, the lines between what's what's like unknowable they, and unreal they are so use blurred. the film medium to do something interesting and to like make those fourth wall breaks yes. and do cool yeah. stuff. Like they it, use it, it, it other needs ways. to be a movie. Whereas a lot of these like Lovecraft stuff is a book because like he's just writing a ton of shit. Like most of that can be cut out. And when you get to the real like core of any Lovecraft story, it's really small. There's not yeah, much to yeah. them. It's just an idea, like a germ of an idea that is very scary. And a lot of the, the good adaptations of these, like even if they're not direct adaptations, something like reanimator or from beyond, which is not a movie that I love right. from beyond the original story is like three pages. And they Damn. end up like taking from that and just saying like, okay, here's this idea about this other zone that exists next to us. And then they just go fucking nuts from there. And like Stuart Gordon just yeah. adds a ton of weird shit. Right. You need to add something. You They're, can, you can play with that. And they, I mean, they, it, I feel like they had the, the bones here because they, we, we, we basically guessed it, but they're the, this ghoulie, whatever it is, is kind of trapped in this house for whatever reason. Maybe we missed it, but we learned nothing about it. I don't know. Which is a huge bummer. Cause it, maybe it's really interesting. I don't fucking know, but Basically, this house is has this evil in it. Cool. Like, let's play with that. Maybe there's some weird visual aberrations or maybe there's some fucking other demons there. Or maybe it takes on different forms, right? Like it could be anything. You can 
make up shit. Like, or for the solid hour that they're walking around the house, have it do something. Right. Maybe the house is is as part of the demonic. Or maybe even shut, you know, just just throwing this out there, have them leave the house. That would and be then, maybe have and the then, characters interact. and then come back for some reason. Maybe sure. they have to come back. But like, we could just not have an hour of people doing nothing. Boy, is this some incredible setting fatigue and what, also yeah. just regular yeah. fatigue on top yeah. of that. It's funny because as soon as it started happening, some everyone was just like, "Well, why don't they just leave the house?" Right. You, you don't want to be that guy, but. They're kind of making it really, really difficult because there's nothing else to latch on to. Right. And about, I totally agree with that, yeah. And out, about an hour into the movie, we finally establish, oh, they can't leave because there's this book that this nerd has been reading for two hours and you have to cast a spell on the door to open it. Mm-hmm. There you go. Honestly, All right. why didn't the whole cast and crew just leave the house eventually and say, fuck this, guys, nothing's happening. Would have been nice. <laughs> Clearly. The grips and the camera operators <laughs> yeah, are just like, like, you know what, man, I don't want to even film this. <laughs> what, we're not doing anything. We're not doing anything. Okay, um, now keep holding the shot where he's walking through the hallway. Keep holding it. Uh, now, okay, now cut to scene 45. Hallway, other direction, green light. It truly, it truly, like, th- there is such a, like, a wash of this set. Like, it all looks the same. It's all in the dark. Yeah. Like, the, you cannot differentiate any part of this house because they never turn on the fucking lights. Like, and I, I, most movies, you know, the dark should be scary, but if the whole thing's set in the dark and you don't have anything else, like, it doesn't make it any more scary. It's just dull. Um, yeah, speaking of, like, the irony, the ultimate irony as I get into my review for this is that I didn't like Hell Knight uh, famously. And I say famously because we're fucking famous. Uh, I didn't like Hell Knight. We've never reviewed that for the cast, but right. you and I watched We've that talked one, about right? it. Wait, so, also, we, we haven't? I, I think we did. We did it on our TV show episode. No, no, no. Night. No. no, no. Uh, the, not, you're thinking of Tales from oh, the Crypt, Demon, Demon Knight, which rules. I'm sorry. That, 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 Demon Knight. Oh, my that, bad, my bad. That will slide into one of those recommendations. Demon Knight kind of feels a little bit like this. Oh, yeah. But, but anyway, way, but way, way better. Night of the anyway. Demons and Hell Knight, I didn't like because I, I thought their problems were that it was just a, too much walking Water around a house. house. Yeah. But looking back, I would kill Shit happens that, in Hell Knight. Th- those movies actually a lot more happen. I still don't like Hell Knight, but Night of the Demons. There's that again, of course. Uh, lipstick what? nipple. Lipstick nipple with Elena <laughs> Quigley, and yep. there's a dance number that happens, just yep. like Returning the Living Dead type stuff. Uh, another great Halloween recommendation. Oh, yeah. Um, so this one actually somehow one up the, these two movies in being more about walking around and less stuff happening, which is a, a terrible. I, I just don't know how it's even possible because. There still doesn't exist, I think, a haunted house, a haunted house party movie that I truly, truly love. I guess unless we're talking about Spookies, which is just off the fucking, which is objectively wall. a bad movie, but is phenomenal, but incredible, yeah. and just yeah. shit's yeah. always happening. It's ridiculous. Uh, check out Spookies from Pumpkin Cinema as well. So yeah, that, that's that's the gist of it. I just it's 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 that same subgenre of haunted house party '80s movie. But there's no party and very limited hauntings. Just a um, house. And it's basically just a house <laughs> and people walking around it. Um, and, and it's just, I, I don't know, Nathaniel, it, it might be one of those things where you watched it 20 years ago and looking back, your mind wants to remember the good stuff and condense the movies in, in, in your memory. Um, but It's very easy to condense because yeah, it's mostly just a black yep. hallways. But watching it in present day, an hour and a half of it, you realize, oh, maybe this one doesn't hold held up like I think. And I've done, I've, I've, I've done that with a ton of movies. Get dabbed. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. Looking, yeah. looking back, you're generally going to look back fonder on movies, and but this one, face value, 2019, um, especially with all these other movies I've seen in similar vein, um, it just doesn't hold up. It, it's frankly just. I hate to say it, like Dark Knight of the Scarecrow, I just found it very uninteresting. It's another one of those just, it was boring, and it's just, I don't, I don't know. It's a, it's a definitely, a, it's a stinker, unfortunately. Bluster. Yeah, I, uh, I really, even though I've had a lot of movies in this genre with the setup fail for me, I still, I still like the idea of this, the setup, and yeah. I was, as soon as they established they were doing that, I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm kind of yeah, back on board. 
and even for the first probably third of this movie i was having fun like making fun of it and making fun of my characters and like as long as people were interacting i was still engaged right but like literally the the biggest sin is the second we get to the house there's nothing to latch onto. there's nothing to really push me along until like someone screamed and i looked up and there was somebody dead on screen i'm like okay cool um i i, I feel bad admitting this but this was just just legendarily dull to me um i don't really I, I didn't feel any reason to connect with any of these characters. I didn't really care about what we were doing. And I never really, I was constantly questioning, what the fuck are we doing? Like, right. why are we doing anything? Like, why are any of these decisions being made? I have no idea. I'm a dullard. Um, and sadly, by the end of it, I was like, like, even when we started the show, I was out of my fucking mind. I felt like a zombie movie watching <laughs> robot. Like, I felt like my brain got deleted in this one. Um <laughs> This was a real, real weird one for me. So it's 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 a stinker, sadly, and I yeah. So it's the, this is this is beyond the time deleter. It's a brain deleter. <laughs> Jesus, it's it's such a weird movie. This, this is actually, in my opinion, the, the definition of a, of a time deleter. Yeah, I because yeah. nothing happened. Nothing is offensive. No one's angry at it. I don't think. No, but there's nothing I'm to close. remember. There's nothing to remember. I'm angry at the time. I'm not going to get back. Like, what's the movie called again? No joke. <laughs> Unnameable. Okay. Unrememberable. I was going to say if it was a, a less memorable name, I think I would put this up for being probably the, the most forgettable for the it's end up of the there. year. Yeah, yeah but anyway, is. Dylan. Yeah, this one uh, I, I wasn't mad at to begin with because there's a, a little bit of cheese that was enjoyable and like some of the dialogue between the characters, but that dialogue stops rapidly yeah, and it stops yeah. because I think this movie, although it is quote unquote adapted from a Lovecraft story is just like, hey, there's an idea of a monster in a house. That's as far as they got. And truly, that's as far as they get for the rest of the movie. Because once they get these people to the house, they have no plan. There is no guidance, no nothing <laughs> thrusting people toward anything. And you just yeah. have people walking around a house and every now and then getting killed in kind of cool ways, but so rarely that uh, it, it just does not hold your attention. And this gets truly apocalyptically dull like i was i was sinking into my seat just like holding my head trading memes back and forth to feel anything with uh uh with watching this thing it is real 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 dull uh if you like watching people walk around a dark house you can even do better than this i mean hell night but even hell night's yeah. the same fucking thing it's so weird it's a strong stinker uh i can see how in memory you might condense it down like we said right. to some of the good parts there but this movie fucking blows uh okay. I, I really don't like it Manton. I hate going last on these because I'm like, I don't have anything to add to this. You guys have already shit on this enough. Um, it's just a turd covered sandwich now. Yeah. And you're going to take the last bite. I, uh, <laughs> what is this analogy? <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, I don't, I, I have nothing really to say. It's just very, very dull. I, I think that it, it is kind of a shame because I do think there is some craft here in, in the Love practical, craft. Uh, <laughs> uh, in the practical effects and, um, Something else I forgot. Practical effects singular. Uh, <laughs> there was one effect. I guess really, maybe yeah. maybe that's the only thing that that was good about it. Um, yeah, that it, it's very boring. Tinker. Uh, I'd go out on a limb to say if this one was the one called Midnight Hour because that's a very like vague like broad name. Yeah. I, I would not never remember this. Like someone would say at the end of the year, like, what do you think about the about Midnight Hour? I'd be like. Well, I think about even even like uh, decent ones of this sort, like the, that one that Paul showed us a while back of uh, those people in the hospital like Ooh. dorm. 
that had oh like yeah the, that one that's every movie he shows us. i know i can remember no, that movie but i, but I can't remember, remember the name like that's the one where they're in the basement uh, with all the pipes uh, and stuff right? gun and shit oh, like that oh yeah there's some interesting decent. stuff in that one as weird as it is but sure. like you can do people walking around a, a house movies and have bits that you remember from them oh yeah and i will say maybe the creature design on this one like i might ring a bell like years down the line here i'm like oh that's that one with the big titty grandma <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, good yeah. stuff um mm. okay so on that note uh, quick one more recommendation i i i said a million times now watch spookies if you want something spookies is incredible goofy as fuck and that, that's a crowd please it's it's it's, it's, re- it's the, you gotta know going in that it's genuinely bad bad but there are some and actual nonsense. genuinely incredible it's, it's things it's so to bad it. that it's one of my favorite movies yeah it's I, I, unironically it's and it's unironically it's got some of the most hilarious and really top tier effects you'll ever see oh, yeah. in a movie uh, very creative the so one place they didn't skimp yeah like God, spider yeah, ladies yeah, and fucking yeah. farting mummies and uh, oh, demons that explode God, it's, yes. it's uh, it really is if you're looking for a so bad it's good this is a great feels very Halloween too yes very, very recommendation yeah. for the time and it is a Halloween uh, a haunted kind of party haunted house situation but just goofy ridiculous a lot of fun so check that out that's another recommendation that was recommended from pumpkin cinema and by uh, nathaniel told yeah, thank god man absolutely yeah so that, i, I want to kind of balance this out here this, his, his pumpkin book, cinema is full of a ton pumpkin of great recommendations cinema is full yeah. of tons and tons and we're it's just kind really of, we, we still have one more movie to review and we're yeah. scraping the bottom of the barrel because we've seen <laughs> so many of them um and i also want to of course recommend the book pumpkin cinema you can get it on amazon or goodreads or something like that uh but obviously just google pumpkin cinema browsing. Yeah, Pumpkin Cinema. And it, every October, I open it up and look for some good recommendations. So buy that. It's a, a very uh, easy, Super a readable price. And fun, yeah, yeah, readable yeah. And, yeah. and worth its its price. Anyway, uh, Blue Star recommendation. So I'm going to cheat again. I'm going to give two. Um, Haunting of Hill House is one about oh, a house oh, yeah. that... It's a show, but yes. I think... I, I fucking love that show. It's Perfect easily streamable Halloween on Netflix. Time, yeah. And when I went to like the Halloween section, Netflix has a section just called Halloween now. And this is on there, and I was like, "Perfect! I totally agree yeah. with that." The color—it's a very like autumnal color palette. It's mm-hmm. yeah, and it's super spooky. Love that movie. And then my other one, very sure. very safe pick, but *Fright Night* is one of my favorite oh, movies yeah. of all time. Yeah. yeah, and I like it for this pick because it has a lot of the Halloweeny kind of ghoulies. It's got like spiders and yeah. vampires and all kinds of shit. And it Werewolves. just and exactly, and it just really feels it feels like it oozes the Halloween spirit oh, to me and it just it, and on top of it being an incredible movie it makes and it's me ooze right. too because fucking mm, Jerry Dandridge Fright. yep there's, there's you could you could write a hundred point list about why this movie's Fright amazing Fright Night is like maybe the pinnacle of Halloween watch I know it's an I, easy pick but I no, fucking no, love no, it I know, no, it's, a, it's a great it's a great yeah. pick uh, what do you th- think Dylan uh, I'm gonna go with one that is not quite horror and also not quite uh Halloween, but is fall as shit, and it's one of my absolute favorites. The Wicker Man, the original. Oh hell yeah! Uh, oh, damn, yeah. Feels very like Harvest. It's all about that, basically. Mm-hmm. I even I just uh, carved my pumpkin this year, and I made it a. Wicker it looks Man. fucking great, lit up too. Yeah, by the yeah, way, it does. Uh, 1974, yeah. I think. Super super great uh, no, movie. No, 2012. Oh, yeah, of course, yeah. <laughs> Nick, the Nick Cage one is the one you're looking for. It's garbage. Don't watch it. Uh, the uh, the original is unlike any other movie. Basically, it is a, a, a horror musical, uh, and is surprisingly mm-hmm. scary and effective even to this day. Uh, yeah. And it, the soundtrack fucking slaps. It's great. Manton? Yeah, mine is going to be uh, another show, actually. It's one that's uh, brand new. It's the new Creep Show. Um, oh, yeah. Damn, it's I actually, it's actually pretty good. I, I've been enjoying it. I was kind of skeptical about it, but there's something that I really like about it, which is that uh, each episode is two stories, and each story is like something like 20 minutes long. That's a great length. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's, it's, it's cute. It's not... 
like amazingly great or anything, but uh, I would say that it is a good one to put on for Halloween, especially if you would just want something to put on while you're having your your dinner yes. near Halloween or something like that. Say, so, uh, Megan and I have been I have continued watching Marianne, which I think is yeah, Rachel's, is Rachel's that, that today, uh, yeah. Hill House hole in my heart. Uh, it starts a little bit slower, and like you you can't. I took me a little bit to buy in, but once I did, it's really fucking good. Uh, very good, and it, it is it is different in the way that it shoots horror. I've never quite seen anything. Yeah, like it. yeah. When I, when I, I saw like a little bit of it earlier today. It's uh, really stylish. And it yeah, it felt more like uh this is gonna sound like a bad thing, but I don't mean it like a bad thing. It's it almost feels like an indie yeah. like teen sort of movie. And surprisingly it makes that work to really good effect for horror. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could tell. All right. Um quickly in the same vein as um as what'd you say, a, a creep show? Is that yeah. right? Um if you want of of, of my favorites like kind of Halloween-y horror shows that I've seen, especially from the 80s. Uh, I want to drop amazing stories. I actually like those it more. Are good shit yeah, them. those are very fun. A lot of famous people behind them. Very Halloween-y. Um, and I like them a lot more than actually like Tales from the Crypt and even, um, what's the other, Night, uh, what's the Dark oh, Knight uh, of, the, of the fucking whatever. I don't know. Outer you, Limits? No, there's another no. one. That yeah, I, we, we did another one for our TV. Dark one. Side, Tales from the Dark oh, Side? Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 And they're all, oh. they're all pretty solid, but I would definitely recommend Amazing Stories if you like that kind of stuff. Um, yeah. Let's get into our last movie. This one is The Actual Midnight Hour, which is a very plain name, but we'll see how plain of a movie it is. Uh, another 80s pick, and I'm going to open up my browser while somebody talks about something so I can well, why, why someone, I just yeah, the do the movie, movie. introduce my turn anyway, right? I, well here we go oh, okay <laughs> the midnight hour good job Dylan yeah, thanks this is another made for television movie and was one of my favorite discoveries while writing pumpkin cinema it's goofy as hell and doesn't shy away from random dance numbers but it also has a really sweet side and more Halloween spirit than just about any movie from the 80s which is evident right from the very first scene in which a paper boy wearing a skeleton mask rides his bicycle down streets <laughs> yep. covered in leaves. A few months ago, I watched the Haunted House movie Burnt Offerings, which I liked a great deal, but was surprised to learn that the very charming boy from that movie grew up to be the very charming young man from the, the Midnight Hour who falls in love with a cheerleader Aww. who might not technically be alive. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. And that's the Midnight Hour. No, that's uh, what Nathan has to say about it's uh dylan you tell us what it's about yeah uh, i think nathan kind of nailed the the uh look of this thing and I, I have to say also it is the second movie in like a couple of weeks to have been also featured on the gilmore girls set uh this one is set in stars hollow so which weird. gilmore girls is my favorite autumn show it has that same feeling to it like small town usa and like mm -hmm. people mm -hmm. walking around outside yeah. but basically the midnight hour uh focuses on a group of high school students uh and lavar burton who's also a high school student yeah. i have to mention yeah. him of course. Yeah. uh but they uh are getting together uh, basically to research the ancestor of one of the girls in the group uh and who was accused of witchcraft and one of the ancestors of one of the other people in the group was basically the person who put her to death. Mm -hmm. uh, they go to the graveyard. Uh, they read a, a magic spell because you know, what, what are you going to do? That's You're a teen. You're in the graveyard. Uh, and things don't go super well for them because they resurrect the dead and some spookies and ghoulies. Uh, and uh, they don't know that, though. And the town doesn't know that. And the town is having some Halloween festivities. And these spookies and ghoulies keep on wandering into these parties and uh, dancing and having some musical numbers and maybe falling in love with some of the people involved there. And that's the Midnight Hour. These are literally the best undead because they just party, dude. Dude, like, I fucking love all these. they want to do yeah, is party. Yeah, yeah, I did. I did like that as well. This one kind of like 
goes in different places than than you uh, expect at, at first. Oh, that's some weird ass shit. And and to be totally honest, like for me, the highlight of the film was the stuff with the party, not so much like the love story stuff. Like I think that the sure. all the stuff with the party was like top tier. It's great. Like they they've got a great party going on, and then like the undead keep walking into it. And th- this joke never gets old for me that they keep using throughout this, it's where cute, yeah. the zombies keep walking in. Yeah. Well, it's it's Halloween, so nobody like hey man, your costume looks great. Right? And fuck me if they don't like nail it every time it's a joke. There's one moments like uh there's a, a shorter like a dwarf zombie who's walking around who's my favorite uh and he's sitting next to a guy and the guy just like looks at him and goes huh right and the d- dwarf zombie just kind of shrugs and it's like these wonderful little like moments of of these zombies just getting along with townsfolks that i, I think are really funny there's a lot of those little moments one of my favorites dylan at the party is uh this dude is like sitting on the couch i guess he kind of struck out with the girl at the party he's trying to get with <laughs> and there's just two zombies right next to him just out. making out and having an amazing time <laughs> he's just like he looks at himself he's like damn i'm jealous and he just runs away well you say that that's the main character <laughs> right, you know? right right he he is just oh man he is the, such a ham he's so weird ah uh, the the main character is like on one hand i i think he's the worst but he's probably I the worst know. of the group yeah yeah but but it but it still kind of works he's like, kind of nice guys ish he's like yeah. a, a bit of that like nerd who really wants to get his dick wet but <laughs> yeah. at least he's not like deplorable but I, yeah he yeah. is like overall kind of a sweetheart like i, I think right. it, it comes down to that and it, it makes sense with the story happens, he's gonna yeah. get um i right before they go to the graveyard that dylan was talking about i love how this movie just i love the setup for them going to this party They're like we need to get some costumes so we're gonna break into the local <laughs> museum and steal some authentic costumes yeah, dude. Yeah, it's straight yeah, up hocus pocus and I everyone's mean, like yeah great idea dude yeah. <laughs> and of course they find a fucking medieval human skin uh, scroll i also really like the main character's dad he's like this like just the most wholesome dad i've ever seen in a movie it's pretty quality dad just the, uh, just dad. the dentist some... who's just like utterly just nice to every single got some person. non-wholesome dads too the guy from invasion of the oh, body yeah, he's Snatchers the worst is just screaming at his son he's very bad <laughs> very that's bad one dad. thing i, I want to call out there's uh there's a few really big names in this movie we mentioned uh lavar burton and uh red from that 70s show yep. and then that dude from body snatchers all of them are great when they're in the movie but yeah. i feel like Either they didn't know they had this talent and just oozing on the screen, but it's I feel a baby like Lavar Bird. They, yeah, yeah, true. He, he. I guess this was probably like early in his career. Yeah, but, it definitely was. And when he was on screen, Jesus, he was just like outshining he's, everybody. He's really good, but I also really, I, I really liked um, Lucinda, uh, the girl, yeah. the kind of main girl who, yeah. who gets turned into a vampire and kind of she leads the uh, yeah, the whole dance scene awesome. uh, midway through the movie, uh, which uh, the the dancing is is a lot of fun. And I, yeah. I read online that it was actually. A lot of the same crew that did the thriller video. It makes uh, sense. It has a whole lot of thriller energy to it. It feels like a wholesome, more wholesome version of that. Almost like Hocus Pocus and Thriller had a baby. And I really do mean that that in some of the best ways. Like as far as pumpkin cinema picks go, like as far as like Halloween feels, this is way up there. Like this definitely feels like the season throughout its entire runtime. Well, that's what's weird is when Devin was telling me about this, he kind of sold it to me as like a Halloween music video or something like that. And Somewhat. for the first uh, 30 minutes or so we're watching it, I'm like, where the fuck is the damn music? Like, I didn't hear and a single the, song. And the music never stops. And I was then I was like literally t- texting a group. I'm like, guys, there's no mute. And they're like, right <laughs> as I was about to hit send, all of a sudden they start playing music. And then literally the soundtrack did not end until it was over. Right. Got, These are expensive songs. Uh, they've got yeah, fucking yeah. CCR yeah. in there. They yes. They've got yeah. the Smiths. Yeah. I mean, like they had yeah. some bangers in there. It's a yeah. great and yeah. it's a varied soundtrack too. Like yeah. it is. Yeah. It's not all like because you've got Wolfman Jack, the like LA radio personality or whatever, doing the DJ. Oh, I fucking forgot about that. I so, love like, that. He's he's got those interspersed bits, and you would expect that it's going to be like all those. You know, they start out with like some CCR and stuff. You're like, oh, it's just going to be old timey, right? Like, or not old timey, but like classic rock Halloween right, right. stuff but they really have a variance yeah, of, of no, stuff no, that they yeah. use and even the original song which is not great has like a great dance number to Hell it so yeah. like yeah. The, it the, feels the really really, really musical even though it's not fully a musical I forgot right. about the DJ element because like he almost like 
punctuates every scene like he'll like it's kind a, of the narrator that begins yeah he's kind yes. of a weird narrator that they don't call out or really acknowledge much but he'll just like all of a sudden uh, come onto this like on, onto the audio and like announce the next song and it just it kind of like kickstarted me back into watching it i don't know it was weird i liked i liked him a lot just being in the movie yeah i, I also I, I don't think i ever really got bored he kicked me into it a lot but like it's not super riveting throughout its runtime because there's not a no. whole bunch of plot to it, but there are enough like threads and stories going on that you never really lose interest because there's enough like when one story is kind of starting to lag, they'll go jump to the party yeah, yeah. or what they're doing something there. And I want to say, too, that like some of the, the actual horror elements of this get spookier than I was expecting for a movie like this, a made for TV movie. Uh, there's a little wolf man that's running around the town and just fucking mauling people. Like there's mm -hmm. some pretty right, intense right. scenes with him. Yeah. Uh, there's a great scene uh, where like a, a vampiric thing basically attacks somebody in a wine cellar and the way that they shoot, like the, the wine spraying out everywhere makes it oh, look yeah, like yeah, blood yeah. despite it not being it fun, actually being super blood, stylish yeah. and really cool. Like, mm -hmm. yeah, I like that a lot. Th those moments are great. I guess for me, I, I, I don't know that I would say I was bored, but I, I kind of got um, almost like wayward a lot where I, mm -hmm. there wasn't, no, there was nothing really driving us and the music was great and there would be something cool to pull me back into the scene but there's a lot of times where I just felt like we, we've got a lot of fun and funny ideas we're going to show those but there's not necessarily anything that's propelling the movie forward it, so it's true. it gets yeah. kind of samey like they kind of hit the same notes a Definitely. few times over so I started to kind of gloss over in certain scenes yeah. and then yeah, I mean I, I feel like once once we got to about the halfway point once we're at the party and the party's banging and we're kind of moving on and the, the, the quirky nerdy guy that's kind of boring meets up with the zombie girl once yeah. that all that stuff kind of starts to happen then I started to get pulled back in because we're we're going somewhere. We've got stuff to do. Yeah. Once it really gets in motion, it's it's you know pretty gripping. I was surprised how much that little romance actually kind of worked. Yeah. I liked that a lot. I thought that was yeah. cute. I it, really liked that. I think the the girl who plays the the undead fifties girl yeah. is really good and like she's, there's she's there's a really charming chemistry at, at between the two of them. And she's yeah. just inexplicably yeah, yeah. very normal looking yeah. and very cute and all she's the other stuff. Incredibly cute. And they didn't even bother to explain that. Like, like in, no, a, no, in no, a timeless way, kind of yeah. like she doesn't look like very eighties. Feels very Pleasantville. It's, yeah, yeah, it's well, really she's sweet. supposed to be someone who died in the fifties. Yeah, it's really it's fun and and I like the music that that accompanied those scenes where where like fifties style music. The cover of Sea of Love. It's really good. I love how she joked. There's like a devil or angel song that's really sweet slow um, love song from that that era mm -hmm. yeah i don't know you can't really go wrong with this one and this is this is what i wanted out of a pumpkin cinema pick. for sure this is what i wanted kind of out of um fucking fucking forget the movie again unnameable um <laughs> but this is a movie that that's something it, very different there ex exactly right. um this is a movie that is uh set in at during halloween at a halloween party which is similar to unnameable where they actually just deliver um, you have this, you get to see the party, you get to experience the party. Like you're part of the party. You get to see a dance number on top of the partying. And this is just how you do a movie like this. Right. Um, is this, a, was this made for TV? Yeah. Yeah. Surprisingly, yeah. actually, I think it looks a lot better than I would expect. With I, that. I think a lot of things do feel like made for TV. What I mean is like, it's, sure. it's so like wholesome and right. they, they never say any swears. Right. You only see a tiny little bit of blood, but for me, that adds to the charm. Oh, yeah. yeah. This yeah. movie's delightful. I'm going to review it. I'm going to give it a strong gym out the gate. Uh, this is what I wanted uh, from this episode, so I highly recommend this. And just like WNUF, because we couldn't find it somewhere to stream, I don't think it, we had Full to extend on YouTube. We yeah. had to watch yeah. it on YouTube um, uh, for Good better quality. for better or for worse. But yeah, it's it's definitely the, the the kind of quality you'd expect from an '80s YouTube uh, watch, which is fine. It's perfect. It's it's probably watched. How it's, it was meant to be watched, or or whatever. Yeah, in the 80s, they said on YouTube. You watched it on YouTube. <laughs> you will watch this. Um, strong, Jim. Highly recommended. This is actually a great movie. 
to do as a group watch to kind of yeah. pregame for a, a bigger, more serious watch, or to put on and not maybe not maybe prep it's a great for, party movie. Prep for yeah. Uh, yeah, say you're throwing a party, put this on in the background while you're prepping for your party. It'll yeah, be perfect. And you just keep it playing, dude. 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 Keep it playing, dude, while people are showing up to the party because it's going to have music. It's going to have dance numbers. It's going to have a lot of stuff on screen to Fun look at. Fun zombies making out. Yeah. And you don't even oh, have to yeah. mute this bad boy. I would recommend not having it on mute. Because, the soundtrack's so good. Because yeah. the soundtrack's great. Um, Very, very strong gym based on the criteria we're looking for in this episode. Uh, Bluester. Yeah, I might actually take Devin's recommendation. I've got our Halloween party this weekend that oh, we're yeah. be getting ready be for, so I might you know do this while I'm setting up and stuff because yeah. I think Man and I are going to get the the audio equipment and everything ready the night before. Um, this this one's weird for me because I'm having great memories thinking back to it and talking about it. Like it's a great movie to talk about for me because it has a lot of yeah. just interesting stuff in it and you know interesting you know things about it and it's a really compelling movie, but. When I was watching it, there's you know I was kind of getting disconnected. It's a little it's a little hokey. Um, I was a blooster. It's a little I was corny. With you and you noticed that I was on my phone a little bit here and there too. Sure, I mean, sure, sure. Yeah. But I think overall the package you get here is is definitely worth the price of admission. It's not very long, and once we finally start getting you know getting into the meat and potatoes of what they're trying to do, once zombies are making out, once zombies are dancing, yeah. once there's people getting killed by werewolves, like once the kids are all like you know doing their you know weird things and we're having weird little dates with zombies like that's what I'm, I'm i'm on board and like this movie delivers on those points and it was just a feel good little little movie it was cute yes. had had a great soundtrack super super varied i was yeah. blown away by how varied the soundtrack was i mean and everything felt right it just it was it was a cute little movie it's a gem for me dylan yeah uh i was uh expecting something a little bit duller out of this being a you know 80s tv movie mm-hmm. I expected it to kind of be a little bit namby pamby and just basic uh but it's not this one actually feels uh like it kind of transcends the the tv aspect of it because it is really funny it's really uh kind of scary in some parts uh for what it is and it's it's a lot more stylish than i would expect the soundtrack kind of rips uh and it just kept surprising me as I, I went along and i was just like man i'm having a, i'm having a ton of fun with this movie like you can't fight it and i think that that's uh exactly what this movie wanted to be is just an infectious party like it's just like hey mm-hmm. halloween's awesome it's really fun to be with your friends and partying mm-hmm. on halloween even if some of them are dead uh and that's exactly how this should be watched i think is kind of with a group that you enjoy it kind of maybe half watching it at points because yes. it's not like the most engaging story but it's just fun it just feels like the season uh and i had a whole lot of fun with it and i just watched it solo uh so i, I would really like to actually watch it at a halloween party uh but it, it, it's a it's a gym for me i had a lot of fun with this thing Manton. yeah it's uh is my mic fucked up or nope is it just no me? you're fucked up oh okay it, are you sure? Because look at how small that was. Dude, you're fucked up. Uh, you sound fine to us in our headphones, buddy. Uh, you sound okay. All right. But anyways, um, yeah, this one is um, it, it it's a fun, cute Halloween movie. It's not gonna blow your socks off or anything. Uh, but but this is kind of exactly what I wanted out of the other two picks. I wish the other two were kind of more along this yeah. line where they're just kind of exist to show you how much fun halloween is and yeah there's some things that aren't really explained in this and uh there's definitely some plot threads that don't get resolved but who cares it's just a fun cute halloween watch so it's a gem for me definitely it made my ice cold heart swell just a little bit it it felt a lot like uh, kind of what i wanted the elvira movie to be a little bit more of like i don't know i can see that a little bit more pure and like this is cute as hell it's just cute and and i I really did buy into the weird uh romance of the of the of the two oh how much it works yeah yeah Yeah. Um, that's probably like the most one of the most compelling threats in the whole movie yeah i was really into that even though that kid was kind of weird i I really liked the girl (laughs) and i I was was rooting for him she was sweet you kind of wanted i I liked her way more than him yeah all right um 
Yeah, uh, that's Pumpkin Cinema. Again, check that book out if you want to. Thank you, Mr. Toll. Yes, yeah, definitely check it out. Um, and find him on Twitter. Nathan, Nathaniel Toll is his name. I think it's at Nathan Toll or Nathaniel. Guy Toll. celebrates Halloween year round. The dude fucking knows about every day Halloween. He, lo- he knows about roller coasters. He has a book about roller coasters too and theme Are you parks. Serious? Yeah. yeah, the dude. That's fucking, sad. I didn't the know dude that. knows what he likes, man, and, and he, he writes books on it. Um, let's do a quick game before we get out of here. Uh, oh yeah, the same one as last time. Where I'm going to give you. Based off this guy, the host, uh, my top 100 horror movies You list. didn't do the thumb thing when you did this guy. Uh, this gotta, guy. I, I just want to say that I love that we have a whole game based around our knowledge of your favorite <laughs> I know, movies. but, but uh, tangentially, that's how, that's how it's are. also generally good horror movies that you can also we can also talk Whoa. about. Oh, wow. You think your taste your is objectively good? I, I would hope a top 100 movie would be decent. <laughs> um, I'm going to give you guys the numbers and give you guys some hints after that. Uh, and you guys, I swear to God, if you don't put 69 on this list, you guys can do yes or no questions as well uh, i'll start off with number 18 and number 50 okay so is, it, the, is it a movie is the is the is, we gotta get the like connecting yes. thread, right okay right uh is is it is it a movie was that your fucking uh, they're wow. both movies. yeah wow. he's gonna say yes and i'm yes. gonna be right yes exactly oh, oh you can be right dude. that's right boys uh, is the connecting uh thing a director yes okay 18 and what 18 and 50 50 okay big difference there yeah is, someone's slipping is this sam raimi no fuck. So John Carpenter? No. You guys, you guys don't ask broad well, questions. Well, I mean, we already know it's a director. I mean, uh, are uh, the, hmm. is this director still alive? Yes. Hmm, okay, that's a good one. Uh, is he still making? Are are is, they still making is movies? It a he? Yes, it is a he. Yes. Okay. Uh, is it? Uh, is it somebody we reviewed for the podcast? Yes. Aha. Uh-huh. Have you reviewed both films for the podcast? No. Interesting. Oh damn! I don't think so. Maybe it's hard to remember. We reviewed a lot and fifty something. We might have actually. Yeah, is it Eduardo Sanchez? Uh, no. Uh, I only like. Is it Justin Mitson and Air Moorhead? No. Is it Ivan Kavanaugh? No. Is it? <laughs> this is still too specific. We got Sorry. I mean, we've interviewed them. Like one uh, movie came out in the nineties. Uh, Bernard Rose. The movie came out in the two thousands. No, uh, he didn't. No. Devin didn't say we interviewed him, did he? Didn't he? We have not interviewed oh. this guy. Oh, what? Yeah, he's saying we. He Where wasn't the fuck sure. did I get that? Oh, I, don't, I think you pulled it out of this your, your crusty butt. It's too famous for us, and certainly was way more famous in the '90s and 2000s. Mm. Have been talking about uh, him a lot recently. James Wan? No, no. Damn, 90s, we talked about him this very early, episode. Yeah. Oh, and the movie was mentioned that he directed. Oh, I don't boy. even remember what I said uh, two minutes ago. <laughs> I don't even remember you that second movie. this movie today I in did, this episode. I did. Uh, <laughs> Dylan, you uh, idiot. Uh, what did I recommend? What? Jesus. What? I told these people to watch. <laughs> <laughs> you recommended a movie that this guy directed. But... Oh, Ty West? No. No, fuck. Uh, <laughs> Damn, I thought that was it. Help I, me out. I don't, I don't remember, I don't remember what you said, dude. I don't remember what I fucking said. You weren't paying attention to me? We talked about this guy actually ad nauseum this past week in our chat and the episodes we and you just mentioned a movie that oh, you... Oh, Manton. We talk about Manton all the time in our chat. Oh, yeah, it's Manton. Uh-huh. One movie came out in, in like 99, uh, All right, Devin, this one's dead. Let's just skip it. You're, Stephen, you're Stephen King. Yeah, director <laughs> right. of Maximum Overdrive. Fucking his favorite hates movie. this guy. Oh, M. Night Shyamalan. M. Night Shyamalan. Oh, okay, yeah, duh. There Jesus you go. Christ. All right, so number 18 is going to be, uh, let's say, ooh, Signs. No. I'd say it's The Village because it's much higher than no. the list. Signs is high for you. No, uh, Unbreakable. Come on, boys. What's my favorite fucking horror? M. Night Shyamalan movie? What's oh, his best? Uh, Sixth Sense. Okay. It's The Sixth Sense. And then okay. 50 is probably Sixth The Village. Sixth Sense is 18 for you? 50, yeah. 50 is the village? I thought it was way not, higher. Not the village. Okay. Uh, not signs. The, yes, yeah. definitely. Okay. Those, are, those are the only two top 100. Well, I thought you liked Signs way more. 
I love fifty is good. Fifty is high for me. That, that was three in front of Dabe, you piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Dabe's out. You'll never escape. That's a movie that You'll literally got deleted from the list. <laughs> All right, we'll do. Two, Guys, one more. we're so good. We knocked it out so that, good. That, I know Devin this very game's well. Fucking easy. <laughs> that took way too long. So we'll do one more. Number twelve, number twenty-four, number forty-two. Okay, that's a lot. Jesus. Okay, uh, this is a prolific director. If it's a director, it's not a director. Twelve, twenty-four, thirty-two. It's not necessarily a director. Is it an actor that connects them? No. Is it Stephen King that connects them? Is it no. a screenwriter? Good question, though. No. Uh, is it a cinematographer? Is it, it a best be a boy? Is it a key grip? Uh, oh, 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 is it a composer? Not a composer, is, is no. It, is it the same writer? Not the same writer, Are, no. are they all three based on a novel? They're, no. Okay. Huh. Well, we, not a, did we not ask? Not a director, is not an actor, okay. not a writer. It's just... What else? Who are else they all from the same decade? Is it a producer? No one else. They, aren't, four from people. The, they aren't all from the same decade, no. Shit. Two of them are. Is it a producer? Not a... You know what? I'm going to say yes. Yeah, I can almost say the numbers are again what number twelve, number twenty four, number forty two. I can, I can guarantee they yeah, had the same producer. James Wan. Are they Blumhouse films? Not Blum, not James Wan. Who else is a big notable? Pro- oh, Harvey Weinstein. You love that. Oh, uh, Guillermo del Toro. He actually did do the burning in a lot of horror movies. Yeah, he's, he's made uh, a not lot del of Toro. That's a good. That's a good that one. That's a good one. Uh, fuck. The, the connector is not in my head. Wasn't because this guy probably produced the, these movies, but there's another th- reason. These they're they're they were very they're the same. Are they in the same? Are they Spanish? Uh, are they in the same what? I was. Gonna, are they in the same franchise? Yes. Is it uh, Halloween? No. Is it Nightmare on Elm Street? No. Fuck you. It's definitely not Friday the Thirteenth. Is it so. us? Is this Sam Raimi? Is this Evil Dead? Yes. Okay. That's correct. Evil, Evil Dead. Dead? Uh, yes. Is one of them Evil, Evil Dead, Dead Two? Yes. And then the and then the Drag remake. Me to Hell. Oh, remake. Yeah. So yeah. Okay. What's what's the uh, order? Number on twelve. These? Number twenty four. Number forty two. Evil Dead One is twelve for you, right? Yes. Yeah. Oh. And then 24 was the other one? Yes. Two? Yes. Two, and then the e- Evil Dead 2 up. might be my top three. Yeah. I, I, I think the Evil Dead, Dead remake's perfect. higher than both of those on my list. I think really? me and Dylan yeah. are, I, I fuck with I, I like the first one the most. Dylan likes the remake the most, but I think most people like the second one. I like one the, the second one. Yeah, the, the second one's great. I mean, it's, it's great. Just, they're all great, but, but like. Yeah. Yeah. I think you're nitpicking at that point. Like, if, you, if you're really, you know, missing We say they're all great, but do any of us really like Army of Darkness? I do. I haven't seen it since I was really young. I want to rewatch it. I don't know we we would need to rewatch I like it. it. It's, it's I don't like than the it as much. Them, I really don't. Good. Not at all. All right, let's get out of here. That it's, was tight. Yeah, that was tight. M. Night Shyamalan's tight. Titty tight. Listen, Sam Raimi M. Night Shyamalan is, is a fucking auteur, and he's the perfect director. <laughs> Y'all are joking. He was fucking unbeatable. He, he, at the was. Top of he was. He was unbreakable. As much as I shit on him at Shyamalan, it's really just for a couple sins he committed that just We're chilled bad. me to the bone. Yeah, he has sinned. That he, man has sinned. He, he's made some incredible movies, and I mean, I watched Sixth Sense, you know, yeah. a portion of it very recently. It still holds up really well, and I mean, Village, Signs, all his movies are great. Yeah, Unbreakable. Unbreakable is fucking amazing. He just had a fucking otherworldly weird spiral that you like, don't see very often in, in the history of filmmaking. I think he literally created such a mass of, of amazing movies that they just created a black hole and sucked him yeah, back exactly. in, and he just literally started like, secreting just it's, filth. it's understandable for even like a Wes Craven or John Carpenter to make some masterpieces okay and then slip a little bit and then make some stickers. Plummeted. But this dude, yeah, went from the top to the very. <laughs> he went from the village to Lady in the Water. Well, I you don't know how you fucking Avatar. Have seen it. The Sixth Sense to Lady in the Water and to Avatar. I mean, directly, he went from village to Lady in the oh, Water. Oh, I see. Like immediately. 
Oh no, yeah. the happening was uh, was between. Oh, that's right. So it was the, the funny thing is, it's okay. a, I like the happening. It's, I, uh, yeah, I do too. It's, 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 it's a it. hilarious, yeah. like um, not stagnant, but a consistent like the plummet, plummet. Yeah. Yeah. it's really strange. It's not like it goes from like he's climbing back out hundred to zero. And he's he goes climbing like, in a little bit too. Glass, glass, so. glass is a plummet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All <laughs> Poor right, guy. Uh, night, man. If you want to get on here and talk to us about it, we'd love to we, have you. We might be talking. Maybe if he keeps tanking his career, he'll be you know small enough for us. Oh boy, not possible. All right. Right. Um, once again, come to Horror Trivia. That's October 24th. That's in two days. If you're listening to this when it comes out at the Orioles uh, on Baxter in Louisville, Kentucky, say hi to us. Enjoy Halloween in October while we still got it because it's going to be gone before you know it. Soak it up. We got one more Halloween-ish mm-hmm. episode coming up before Halloween actually hits. So look forward to that on behalf of the Horrible Crew. Keep enjoying October. Happy Halloween and stay spooky. Ooh. Ooh.